guys are Ben Trevojevic here from the Manly Seagulls. Here comes through Luai. The Super Coach Experience podcast is one of the best podcasts going around, boys. Keep doing what you're doing, and yeah, I just want to say what a podcast. Go the Mighty Eagles. Hey, lads, you and Aiken here from the New Zealand Warriors. Hope you have a big year with the Super Coach Experience podcast. Welcome to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Savage, the coach of the Savage Turbos. And yes, Origin has wrapped up. And my God, what a game. Jake, you went there. How was it? I mean, that atmosphere was good. It was good to have uh, it, it back in, in Sydney after a couple of years. And yeah, 80,000 Blues fans. But yeah, it wasn't the result we wanted. We didn't play as well as we could. Um, yeah, did, did walk. Uh, no, no, walk home, get home, quite disappointed in the end. <laughs> I think um, Queensland actually, uh, I had a feeling about Queensland. I did put up on our Instagram that uh, my best bet was Damien Cook anytime and Queensland 1-12. to I just saw their side and Reuben Cotter just, I think Reuben Cotter was just the clincher. Just that, that defines how their team is going at the moment. They've picked a team in form. They've picked a, a new coach, Billy Slater, who, um, I mean, you don't need a tactical coach. You just need a coach that can let the boys gel. And I feel like it was the right move. And um, really hoping that New South Wales come into the second game with a fresh attitude um, to make something of it. But it's going to be hard to win up at Suncorp. But I've got faith in the lads. Um, hopefully Latrell comes back. And, you know, Tommy, no Tommy, no Latrell was really um, – that was that was a stinker for a stinger for us, wasn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Those two, I mean, the, the, whole, the whole plan last year was you know give it early to those two, and they they, they create you know something out of nothing. And I guess Wine did play well, but uh, to Stags was a bit ordinary. We just didn't have, I guess that that, that strike uh, between those players. And uh, I mean, we did, we did beat them in Suncorp three uh, three times last year, so we know the Blues can do it. Um, hopefully we uh, win the second game in Perth, and then wasn't it Country Bank Country Bank Stadium, and then Seabus as well? Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's but we still at home. yeah yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, hundred um, percent. It was a really good game to watch, and hopefully game two is just good. But New South Wales get the win. Uh, Super coach wise, there is a lot to unpack. Um, but Jake. Personally, how did you think uh, Cleary went? There's been a lot of controversy, or not controversy, but a lot of talk about him today. I honestly thought he played it all right, but just Queensland were way better. Yeah, Queensland were too good, and it was kind of the Queensland tactic that kind of made or put put, put the shadow on Cleary. They uh, they rushed him. Cleary being the only kicker um, for for New South Wales, I think, was the main issue. Um, yeah. So they knew that he was going to get the ball, and they just targeted him. Um, I, th- I think we should have had some more early kicks. I know Queensland did it quite well um, uh, last night. That, that they kicked on the fourth tackle, and you know the ball hit the ground, and then we we're working it out from our ten meter line. Said where they were working out from at the twenty thirty. Um, but yeah, yeah he clearly def- did, uh, definitely had an off game with his kicking game, and 
Um, I think the line speed and I guess our ruck being a lot slower than theirs um, definitely hurt um, um, Cleary in terms of being a creative player that he that he is at Penrith. So hopefully that's not a hopefully he bounces back this week if, if he plays. I mean we'll we'll get around to all what we think might happen and all that with it with the backups and the restings. But yeah, I mean Cleary, I, I think he'll bounce back uh, game two, and I think they'll have a slightly different plan um, going forward. The, I think 100% this this has Cleary man of the match written all over it for game two. Um, you did mention the ruck speed. The ruck speed was insane. Queensland were relentless. Uh, they just seemed really fit. Um, New South Wales, not so much. Um, I think there was an average of like three seconds to get get tackled and get up and play the ball or something. I don't know. I saw something like that. I might be wrong. Uh, don't crucify me if that's the wrong stats. Um, but... This means that this is probably taking a lot out of them and a lot of them aren't going to back up. What are your plans for Supercoach and how are you going to tackle it? Well, we were talking about before, Savs, that how we've kind of gone down our teams, we have quite a lot of depth um, at the moment. Um, like I'm at the moment, I'm benching you and Aiken uh, this week. So <laughs> he, he can be a perfect backup for for one of the guys who who's out. Um, I saw today that Cotter uh, won't back up, so he's heavily owned by a lot of people and – um, I guess you might have him in, in hooker position as well as Harry Grant. So you're going to be treading a pretty nervous uh, a line, um, hoping that Harry Grant, you know, definitely backs up. Otherwise, I so what you have Robson like myself, but just say you had um, Cotter who's not going to play, and you have Harry Grant. What would you be your plan if say Harry Grant doesn't back up? It's it's very tough because I feel like I sold Harry Grant last week, and I think with with Harry Grant, the reason I sold him, uh, the big break even was was a factor. I feel like it, the fact that he had such a big break even, it was nice to sell him knowing you can get him back cheaper. Um, he's yeah. not going to score 160. I can nearly guarantee that. Um, he could do a 130. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but, th- but this week, if he plays, I, I hope Supercoach-wise he kind of does play and plays reduced minutes. 50 minutes, scores of 50. Um, that'll be great for Supercoach. Um, but I think I'd probably still sell him. I, I'd hold on to Cotter. Yeah. I think Cotter is – the value you're getting out of Harry Grant is much more great than you're getting out of Cotter. And if you sell Harry Grant now, um, you've got money to spend during this period, so you're not getting in players that are, are no good. I guess the, the one thing – Supercoach, and it looks like with, with the tradings that people are doing, is bringing in McInnes, um, flicking him, uh, McInnes and Cotter around, I guess, putting Cotter in the second row and then covering Harry Grant with, with McInnes, which is, a, I, I think, a, a decent plan. And um, I can see why people are, are bringing him in. Like, he, he will play 17 and he looks like a decent option for go. I'm looking at him, not now, but down the road, I'll probably maybe go Robson um, to McInnes as, as, I guess, a, a 17 hooker and the run home. I really like Robson as a potential hold for the season. Yes. I know, but it's kind of good. he's always going to be your second hooker, though. Yeah. In the end, so I don't mind getting rid of him for, say, a round yeah. 17 player. And I guess when you think of it, uh, like the depth is getting so much. Like I, this week, if I'm at full strength. Cotter was potentially going to miss out anyway. So I think, um, yeah, it's probably not a final 18. But uh, Origin, who's going to back up? Um, I saw word today from Wacko's Whispers, and I've got a list here of who he thinks 
he's going to back up. But that's just based on his gut feel. Um, yep. Far from. And, and it is a big list, and I'll get it up. Um, um, by the way, guys, we're not uh, live here. We've recorded this at 7 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock now. We didn't want to clash with the live show, so this is scheduled for 8 o'clock. So if you do comment, um, we'll try and get to them in the comments. Can't promise you that, but, um, yeah, we didn't want to clash with the Supercoach NRL Daily Telegraph live stream. Um, so we've got oh, – I can't believe it's taken me so long. Okay, so Wacko's Whispers players, I reckon, won't back up. Teddy, Ta'o, Stags, Tupo, Luai, Cleary, Yeo. Martin, Haas, Cook, Murray, Gagai, Coates, Munster, Cotter, Kafusi, Collins, Grant, Nanai. So who does that leave us back up? <laughs> Cherry Evans. Oh, that's Cherry, that's Cherry, that's yeah. Cherry, you mention. Cherry Evans, uh, Carrigan, E. Carrigan's probably Cobbo. No yeah, one really, I guess wingers, really yeah. yeah, no one really relevant, but uh, well, Tupo, Tupo and Toa aren't going to back Ooh. up. And Coates and Cobbo. Cobo's the only winger to back up. What do you reckon about yeah. that? Does that throw things out the window? I've um, set my team up without the Origin Stars, and it's starting to look a little bit thin there. Yeah, but you, you got to think everyone's going to be in the same boat. A lot of people have Cleary, Munster, um, uh, Teddy's highly owned as well, Haas. Um, so it's going to affect everyone. It's just... Hopefully, we have enough more depth than than other people. Or if you if you know you've you know haven't nuffed and you've kept an all right team, you've kept some players around. Um, this is, I guess, the the reason why we did. Um, or I guess we thought COVID might have been an issue, but it really hasn't. Yeah. But but I guess this period to get you through this um, between the buyers and out the other side, this is a this is why depth is so important. But I I didn't think it was I didn't think that many. Um, would kind of rest expert. I mean, it's, not, it's, it's still a think. Um, I'm not sure if that's an inside word thing. Um, he does get a lot of inside word, but um, it could be just a gut feel. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it, it, yeah, you sort of see how they pulled up after the game. I guess it's easier to, to back up if your team wins, so I expect maybe more Queensland uh, players to, to back up, especially in the later rounds. But yeah, um, I think a lot of the players play on the Saturday, which is going to be a... Yeah, it's, it's not much of a turnaround. It uh, it also depends on um, where was I going with this. Um, I think the mass restings will come after Origin 3. I think that's when the mass restings will come. I don't see it happening straight away. I think about half of them will play. I see yeah. I see Luai playing. I see Cleary got a bit beaten up, so he might not play. Um, I see... Uh, this is all speculation, by the way. So, um, you don't take our word for any, for any yeah. trades or uh, or possible yeah. fielding of teams. I guess and, uh, Haas is actually ruled out. Haas yeah. and Stags are ruled out for this week, so pencil them out of your side. Um, there is also Cameron Munster. What do you think of him? A man of the match performance, great performance. It's just been the, the, the Cam Munster year, really. He's been incredible um, and I guess he just showed that he's a big game player and he showed that at Origin. He was uh, uh, at the game. I was like, this guy's just tearing New South Wales apart by himself. And um, I get the fact that he's, I guess, off the drink now, not only for how good he's playing, but he's, he's a lot fitter now. So I think I was surprised that you mentioned Munster 
well, or Wacko mentioned Munster because I thought he'd back up um, just because he's just such a footy player and he, he's yeah. fit and just loves to play. And I, I don't know if he was rested much last year. I think he sort of played a bit after Origin and then later on was rested as they kind of, Melbourne kind of said, all right, you rest this week and we'll rest you this week, rest you this week as we've gone through into the finals. I think because during Origin, leading up to Origin, he was injured. Um, so ah, he, was, yes. he, he was having enough time off with injury. Um, talking about injury, uh, we've got confirmation that Pappy is looking to come back next week around 15. So, you know, if you are considering selling Harry Grant, maybe the cash you save is uh, targeting him. But what are your plans for Pappy? Is he straight in your side when um, he's no, I don't think it'd be straight in my side. I mean, I'd like to, but I don't think I'll have the cash. Um, it's a lot to sort of make 400K um, straight off the bat. I would have to sacrifice, say, a Tedesco or a player that I'm wanting to keep sort of to the end and I guess bring him back. I've, I've kept, I guess I've saved enough trades to potentially do that after Origin, but um, I'm happy to see Pappen. It's Hammy's an awkward injury, so I'm happy to sort of you know wait a week, see how he's going. It's got a high break even, and the fact that I don't think a lot of people will be rushing to get him in. A lot of desperate sides might be, um, but I don't don't think everyone's going to be rushing to get him in because it's not 130K and it's going to be hard to, to get him in. Um, some people don't have boosts, uh, so it's going to be even harder to do that. And I think the price will, the price will come down, um, and maybe for 16, 17s when – well, for seven, if he's not in origin, 1,700%, you have to get him in because – I think they play. Maybe they play, they the play an ordinary. Okay, well, no, they don't play an ordinary team. They play a very good team. I was going to say an ordinary team, but I think Parramatta <laughs> play the Tigers. I was going to say Tigers, but that's Parramatta. But um, uh, yeah, pa- yeah Parramatta do play the Tigers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just uh, trucking back. Uh, thanks for rubbing it in. Uh, some people don't have boosts. That's myself. <laughs> yeah, um, that's but, that's why I did say it. But you but also no, have saved trades, though, so you kind of yeah, yeah. all right on trades. Just don't have a boost to sort yeah. of play with. So I guess we we usually start off the episode saying how we went for the week um, and what our future plans are. So let's uh, track back and how did you go for the week, Jake? And what are your trades are you looking at this week? Uh, so I scored nine fifty four. Um, I had fourteen. It was fourteen players. No Joey Manu hurt. Um, but oh, you didn't get him right. in. No, so I was going to, and I thought I don't really want to centre wing because I'm looking at centre wings all the way through. So I said, nah, I don't really want him. And I think they Bruce have a tough draw, although he's, if he's playing fullback this week, probably scores big again, even against Melbourne, if he's up 30 runs a game. Um, but I, I went up to uh, 628, so uh, that's that's three of us in the top 1K uh, for the Super Experience. Mikey, Mikey's... Hopefully get there soon. Um, he kind of tanked a bit in the last round. He he, he said that on the pod that he was happy he, to he was aiming take for a that little, though, but his yeah, drop was, was not that hit. much. Yeah, he didn't drop as, as much as he as he thought, which is good. Um, in terms of trades, I think Ezra Man is going to be a golden cheapie. We've, we heard uh, Tyson Gamble out for about a month at least mm-hmm. with a with a shin or some sort of leg injury. Yeah. Um, so yeah, four weeks for him. So Ezra Man. Should I? You should be right until the buy, and then you can get rid of him. You should make good coin then, 
he's got a hundred or negative hundred break even. He scores fifty, he's gonna make hundred and fifteen K. So um SJ goes, which you know, I regret that trade, disappointed in, in two weeks that I had him. Um so he goes, Ezra Man in. Um so Wiley, I think he's kind of the, the pick of the of the center wings to go. Um he goes to Campbell Graham and then uh, Vialami Valea goes to, I'm going to go Sione Katoa. I saw a lot of people go on Mulatalo. I go, I'm going to go someone a bit different. I'm going to go on the other side of the Sharks. But the Sharks are, they're getting line breaks all across the field. So I've got Talakai on the left. I'm going to go bit of a bit of a different route and go um, Katoa, who's 100K cheaper. Um, and, and historically has scored very similar to Mulatalo. So I'm happy to take that risk. I've looked at every single Sharks player in the back line this mm. last week and currently, as it stands, Will Kennedy and Mulatalo are coming into my side. Um, Will Kennedy? You know, Will Kennedy, I think people are kind of eyeing him off. Um, he's 417,000 with 160 break even, but I think his draw coming up, his draw is good now. Uh, I feel like there's no point waiting till he's draw the end of his good draw. His draw is good now, and I'm willing to take the price cut short term uh, because I think you'll make that money back in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, lowest- for sure. Like, I'll, I'll just I'll just go through the, like the draw. They play the Warriors, the Titans, and the Dogs, who are three of the worst teams in the comp at the moment. So, uh, 100%, um, everyone's going to be looking at Sharks players and. Um, I'll, I'll let you continue on. I guess we'll, we'll get Yeah, and, and his draw is good now, so I, I don't see any reason to wait on him. Um, uh, his lowest score before the last two games was 43, which is pretty good considering um, he's in a good side and uh, his last two scores are minus 2 and 10. Minus 10 have been honestly outliers. I, I don't know. Is, is, he, is, he, is, is that the only person to go back-to-back negative scores? I, I know it's a, it's a thing that we're not going to ever find out, but I'm sure some stat man will, will be able to find that out. I, I think um, it's, it's got to be. I've never seen it before. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but I feel like that's kind of scared me off him, but it shouldn't because his track record is up there. I've always seen every year during the buy rounds, I'll, let's say the last two, someone in the top 10 has Will Kennedy. And that's because he's a mega pod during the, the buy rounds because no one wants to touch him. It's a bit harder with Pappy around the corner and Ezra Mam coming on. So if I do get him in and I do get Ezra Mam, um, then I can't fit in Pappy straight away, which I don't want to do. So I've got to choose between Ezra Mam and Will Kennedy. And I also want Jerome Hughes for round 17 as well. So um, at this stage, I'm passing on Ezra Mam. Um, is there a world where you think Ezra Mam is possibly a pass? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you've got, I guess, enough cash, um, I get all uh, cash in your side and able to generate cash in the next coming weeks, and yeah, pa- pass on Ezra Mam. Um, I mean, it, it's probably only a four week thing, and then you're gonna have to get rid of him. So you're effectively using two trades on him, um, where you wouldn't you don't have to use any like you just use one on the actual play you want to finish with so for sure as long as you've got you know cash plans um going going down the road and you're happy with your team um through, through the buys for, for sure um i yeah i don't think he's a, a must have at all I, I think there is a world where you can pass on him 
I just think the last few weeks, especially uh, like moving heaven and earth to get Karaz in, and we've only made 120k and he's peaked already. I, I, I don't want. I don't think that will happen with Mam. I think Mam has the potential to go above 400. Whether it happens or not is yet to be seen. But I did set myself a rule at the start of the season of maybe two, three rounds in, not to get in cheapies in key positions. Uh, maybe Hooker. Uh, because Hooker, the second slot was always kind of in and out, but yeah. the halves and the fullbacks, um, we've got Jerome Hughes, we've got Ryan Pappenhaus, and we've got Will Kennedy's, Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary's. We all, we need to fit them all in. With Ezra Mam, you've got to hold him to around 17. You can't get in these guns. Um, and he could be 300K after round 17, and you've got to spend 600K to upgrade to a teddy or something. Um, so that's my thought process with Ezra Mam. Um, I'm very scared because, yes, I've got 250K in the bank, but I'm spending that on getting Mulatalo this week. And um, by going to Polotu down to Kennedy, um, I've got like 90K in the bank. So I don't have heaps of money to go up to Pappy, but I think mm. – I think I'm better off in the long run just getting these solid players in and not having bad cheapies. I don't think he's going to be a bad cheapie, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's not. He could be a good cheapie, but he's like you said, halves are so key. You want four guns there, like yeah, he's one you can kind of pass if you're if you got yeah, like cash and you got plans going. Like, make sure you're, you're planning out. Don't just uh, if, mm. if anyone listening, don't just say, "Oh no, nah, I'm not going to get him." Um, but I don't, know, I don't know what I'm doing the next two weeks. Like, make sure you've got a plan on, on and yeah. look at your cash about, about what we're going to go do going forward. Uh, you did mention Swali. Um, I actually looked at him, and I was obviously I've got him, um, and I've looked at him, but I was looking at his draw, and I, he was someone I was potentially keen on holding because I see him being that kind of guy that you can play on certain matchups and he's going to be that pod that can get you that 100-plus score. Obviously, he hasn't done that yet, but I can see it happening. But I looked at his draw for the rest of the year and it's not amazing. He has a a little bit of a good run between 18 and 2021. But then after that, it goes back to the kind of current draw that he's going through at the moment. So my opinion is he probably is a sell. Yeah, and that's kind of why he's kind of at the, at the top of the list. Um, not really going to make a lot of money because I don't see high scores. They go Melbourne, Parramatta, and Penrith, who three of the better defensive teams. So, and then then after that, they have the buy. Then they go into an easy run. But you kind of want to be having players that you can play. Um, like now, you want center wings that you can play now and in the buy, and I think he's a he's a perfect player to sort of let go um, unless you have – I don't know who really else. Like, Karaz is going to be difficult to get rid of. Um, Chilpilotu is another perfect one. Chilpilotu and Suwale kind of put them in the same bracket. Suwale probably yeah. better in terms of scoring maybe going forward, so I'd rather talk Chilpilotu go, uh, but both of them for centre wings. Like, you've got Campbell Graham, Johnston, uh, the Sharks centre wings, you've got Low Max. Uh, so there's plenty of centre wings that you kind of want now that you can bring play for 17 and probably keep to the end. Uh, Jake, we've got a lot of round 13 guns that we've got in our side. What kind of players 
at the play the playground thirteen, do you think are cells? Oh, I'm looking at players like Olakwatu, Olakwatu especially. It, it, oh, hold or sell? Um, the, the, what I saw in round thirteen, absolutely hold. But I, I know he doesn't do that every week. And you know you've got your players like Isaiah Papalihi and Ryan Madison that could be more tar- targetable. Yeah, well, IPAP should be in everyone's team, probably in their, in their front row, so I don't think he's really going to affect Olakowatu. But the way he's sort of been going, I think Olakowatu, yeah, I'm happy to hold him to the to the end. Um, I'd probably much rather get rid of, say, Otago a, a, a um, than him because you already got May. So although mm-hmm. I don't want to get rid of Tago on Panthers' current run because they have two quite easy games where I'm sure the points will come for them, even if they race a little home cleary. Uh, we saw that last week where they... They play quite well, even without them guys. But, um, yeah, like I'm happy to get rid of Aiken um, over, say, an Olakawaju. Um, yeah. I mean, when I was thinking about it, I was trying to look at, I guess, second rollers for round 17, and there wasn't really – I don't know. There wasn't that many that kind of go, oh, yeah, I want them to bring for 17 and keep them for the year. It seems like all the, they're all in the centre wing. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the reverse, I guess, of what happened for for round thirteen. So, um, yeah, which kind, of, kind yeah. of works out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it it does work out, and I guess a lot of teams are now going to be prepping for round seventeen. So a lot of a lot of these buy players are going to be appearing everyone in the in the top of the trades list um, going forward. So, yeah, I'll, I mean, back to Olakawaru. I'm I think I'll probably keep him to the end because you can just. Playing on matchup, he's just got such a good upside and tackle busting and offload. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to keep him for sure. I 100% agree. I got him in last week. Um, last minute, I had Tapane in my side, and last minute, I swapped Olaquato. I was very happy with it. Tapane, uh, he's looking great now. Um, so, mm, either way, yeah. I, I would have won, I reckon. Um, but Olaquato, I, I don't know. He's just looking really good. And without. Tommy, um, I think they'll go to him a lot. Um, and he's playing the Tigers this week, so <laughs> you're a great matchup. Uh, yeah, before we move matchup. on, before we move on, let's just play this. Another half win. From punters jumping in early or waiting too late. You get a good price on one leg, but the others have shortened dramatically. You still win, but it feels like you half win. Introducing Top Sports Best of the Best Multi. Get top odds on every leg, every time. Don't be one of these. Just bet and forget with Bob Multi. Top sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Yes, and of course, use the code SE Experience when signing up. Please let us know if you sign up because that'd be great. We can track you guys. <laughs> um, so I'm watching a live show at the moment. Rob Bruns and Tim Moody is on. Um, Timmy's looking like, I don't know, one of them, you know, queer eye for the straight guy? Mm, yeah. yeah. He's like, looking like he's dressed up as one of the fashion designers or something like that. <laughs> he's, he's, so, he's slowly changing his, uh, his fashion, Timmy. He, um, you know, he used to just wear the Panthers gear all the time, but now, you know, he's he's uh, he's wearing his fashion on the, uh, the good old live stream. He, he gives, uh, <laughs> gives something every week. It's always something different. Gives Tommy a run for his money. I um, when I first met met Tim, um, I thought he was a bit of a bogan. But then every time he came out with us, he was dressed so nicely, and I was like, "Fuck, this guy! 
he he dresses with he dresses with class. This guy, so he's always mm. dressed like that. Like I think that just the Penrith gear is for the podcast and things like that. Um, okay, so I've got twenty four minutes on my laptop remaining. So let's um, fly through this. Um, where were we next? Pods for round seventeen. You did mention you looked at second rowers. Um, there is a pod that I want to raise to you that I was seriously looking at today. Um, Sean Lane, 518,000, uh, playing alongside Dylan Brown. Paramount have a pretty good draw. Um, they're playing the Bulldogs this week, and I've seen a lot of people chuck up even Sevo's name, which, I mean, I can't lie. I looked at it, but mm. I just can't do it. But break-even of eight, um, his lowest score this year – it is quite low, but that was in a low-minute uh, game, 33 in 62 minutes. But the last two weeks, 82 and 91, he's pumped out 88, 83, and a 51 besides that. So he seems like that kind of kick-out type second rower for Supercoach. What are your thoughts on him? Have you even looked at him? Oh, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head with, with uh, referring to, I guess, a kick-out sort of player. He's not going to go high base. Um, like some of the second rowers, um, he does rely on attacking upside and I guess being on the left side of, of the Parramatta team, you're going to get plenty of that. But I've, I've never rated Sean Lane as much of a player where he thinks he's a bit of a, just a bit of a plot. I mean, he just yeah. doesn't look like a footballer. Uh, so yeah. I guess that's always in my mind. It's like, I'm not bringing this bloke in. He just, and, I, and I've got a, a few mates who are a Parramatta supporters and even they, they say the same thing. They're just like, well, why is this guy in the team? But I mean, he does, he does a good job for him. He, Somehow, you know, ends up with some tries. He, the last game they played on just before the bye, he just went through the easiest gap I've ever seen, and just it was, it was like seeing a gazelle going through. It was just straight through. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind him, Luciano. Although the t- he's been quite poor this year, I think he's already thinking about North Queensland next year. Um, but yeah, other ones maybe Britain Nakora. I don't. Yeah. Potentially, a lot of people thought about him at the start of the year, and um, they saw his uh, combination with Nico Hines in the um, in some of the trials. Um, but and then he, he's starting to find he, his feet, I guess, back out there. But uh, second rows, I mean, I'm looking at him. There's Koala Matungi. A lot of people have kind of talked his name up. Yeah, and I guess you can sort of put him in the same bracket as Sean Laney. He's kind of been he's been a bit poor lately. He's scored like forties and thirty-five, so I guess it'd be the same as a kick out. He kind of needs those attacking stats to to get anything decent. But yeah, you can definitely throw him in there. Um but then there's a there is kind of a drop off after all them guys in the second yeah. rows. There's not there's much not after really that. that many. There is um a few others in some other positions. Um this one guy I was really looking hard at. Manly, Bulldogs, Warriors, the next three rounds, 429,000 with a negative 19 break even. Um, I did speak about him earlier in the week and I was very high on him and got your guys' opinions. You guys were kind of all for it, but um, after seeing his coach get sacked this week, yes, I'm talking about Ken Marmalo. He boom, has, boom. He's honestly gone really under the radar this year. 73, 42, 28, 46, 51, 59, 1, 28, 90, 79. And oh, I don't know. I, th- I think 
left wing is always hot property for any team, and he's obviously reaping the rewards. Uh, what do you think of Kevin Marlowe? Yeah, he's. I guess if he was playing for a different club, or I mean, a bit a better club, you'd definitely be looking at him. Um, has scored a lot of tries uh, for the Tigers. He's kind of been their main um, outlet in terms of tries. Does score a lot of kicks as well, so he doesn't get that line break sort of thing. But he's still scoring well. Um, but I guess you kind of prefer the other guys over him, the the ones who are, I guess, a bit more expensive. I guess if you can't afford them and you want to go a bit cheaper, um, Kemba Marlow, um does get through a lot of work as well for him. Although with Nofaluma back in the team, I think they that might take a bit of the um, the, the tough carries out from the end. He usually he loves that sort of stuff, so maybe a little bit less base. But it all depends on how you think the Tigers are going to go. Um, new, you know, coach is gone. New coach. They're chasing Serraldo on five years. Um, we saw that what happened with, with the Sharks last year when Morris sort of went. They kind of just they kind of just plotted throughout the year. They just didn't look really interested. So I don't know. It depends. How you rate the Tigers uh, going forward, Savs? You're the one who's going to bring him in. Do you? You've obviously changed your mind. Um, I, I was actually rating them quite a lot higher than I was at the start of the season. Um, actually, actually, at the start of the season, I had more hopes for them than most people. Um, but then that fell off very quickly after I saw a few performances. As soon as Jackson Hastings come back in. Um, I think they've been pretty well, pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, they don't have uh, the cattle to to beat teams, to beat a lot of the teams, um, but they're putting in the effort and they're not giving up heaps of super coach points. Um, that has been kind of uh, backflipped in the last few rounds for them. And I think with coaches getting sacked, the first week after they get sacked, they always – comes a massive performance, but then after that, it just drops off completely. I don't know if we're going to see that from them because I heard reports today that apparently five players are looking at leaving the club after Mads leaving, so that, that's never good signs, and I can imagine Jackson Hastings and Ken Mamalo was made captain. I think he's possibly one of the players that um, could be in that mix, so even if he's not, I don't want to take the risk. Um you know, being ranked in the top thousand like both of us are, I don't think we need to make dumb risks like that. Uh, we can make calculated risks. Um, you've got to take risks, but I mean, how how much up the rankings is Ken Mamalo going to get you? Yeah, and I think yeah, you, you've definitely said that he's not a player that's going to go out and score one twenty like like say a low Max Campbell Graham or one of the Shark Center wings. He's not a player that's going to really do that, so he's not going to hurt you not having him. Um, but having him could hurt you because you're missing out on one of the other guys. So I understand how you've kind of steered away from him, especially being what rank are you, Sass? Because I'm pretty sure you haven't actually said it. Uh, no, nah, I haven't. I haven't said it, but I'm one twenty two at the moment, which is mm. I mean it's amazing. But then there's Tim. Nine points ahead of me on yeah. 103rd. So, yeah, it's both of these are flying <laughs> to the top. I think um, I've got to be very smart with my decisions in the next few weeks because I'm pretty confident I can pip him. He's got a couple more trades than me, but I'm pretty confident in my depth compared to his. So, um, I guess we'll see how we go. We've both played it quite differently, but. We're both quite similar, so we'll see how we go round 17. Uh, Jake, how many players are you looking at for round 17? 
Well, at the moment, I only have, I think, like six or seven. So I'll aim, I guess, well, we have two. Got what? Maybe seven trades to kind of bring in players. Um, I've still got another boost to use, so I'll probably use that maybe before. I mean, you've got to adjust on the fly with these things. So I'll aim to have similar amount, maybe 12 to 14. Um, the way I'm going rank wise, I, I want to, you know, keep going up the ranks, but I don't want to be bringing in players that, um, that, that are just plotters. I want to be players that, are, you know, I'm happy to potentially keep to the end or, you know, upgrade to someone very similar. I think a lot of, I think a lot of, well, I've got eight after trades at the moment. Um, and I'm looking at possibly, I want to say two in between now and then, and that'll, leave me with 13 playing so maybe I only say one between now and then so maybe 14 but that's including Andrew Fafita and Nico Hines so, so Andrew Fafita I don't know if you can count him he's going to get 20 for you which you can count him as half Could player be but Nico, 20. Nico Hines very interesting one um, 18th man didn't get released last round can we count on Nico Hines in round 17? doesn't look like it, to be honest. Well, I mean, New South Wales going to have to make changes for game two, and Nico Hines could be a player that comes in. They could use yeah. him as the actual utility on the bench. He offers a bit more than, say, uh, than a Stephen Crichton in terms of being able to play multiple positions. Um, so they Freddie could easily go that way and, and have a Nico Hines on the bench. I guess Pappenhausen's one that, that could float in four round 17. Um, but I think we will know a bit more, say, game two about where Freddie's going to go. He, the reason he, I guess, wasn't released is because he was um, really not not named for like Cronulla weren't playing, so yeah, Cronulla weren't going to push to get him released for that week. So That's although true. did Queensland took did in anyway, but yeah. the Cowboys oh. clearly didn't care because they were worse than the Titans, who were absolutely terrible. So it didn't really affect them. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's also. There's one other player I had in my mind, Campbell Graham. He, you're getting him in this week. Obviously, there mm. needs to be changes. Are you worried at all about Campbell Graham possibly being in the mix? I mean, he's been in the mix previous years, but I, I think that um, even if he doesn't, the, the, since he's gone to that left side for South, that left centre, he's he looks just so dangerous, and he's a player that you probably want to finish with the way he's going. And South have. Uh, quite quite an easy run in the next couple of games as well. So that's why I'm bringing him in over, over anyone else. But, I mean, you got to think that Latrell will be back for 4-17, um, which is only ga- the round that's really going to affect Campbell Graham. Um, I think Whiten did enough to sort of keep a centre spot. you still got um, Stephen Crichton ahead of Campbell Graham. Um, Tony Staggs, the injury didn't seem to be anything. It's just a cork shoulder, so he'll be fine. He seems to be ahead of Cam Graham. So you've got plenty of centres ahead of him, um, unless he goes and absolutely you know, brains it in the next couple of weeks and maybe an injury, you know, Staggs gets properly injured, then maybe Cam Graham comes in. But I don't I don't really see. I think there's enough centres that Freddie favours ahead of Cam Graham that you can kind of rely on him potentially, well, possibly being available for 17. Very good. Um, I have 10 minutes left on my laptop out here. I had to do it out here tonight because my kid is asleep and that's why we do the podcast so early these days. But 
the joys of fatherhood, Gavs. Yeah, the, the joys. I was, I was considering bringing my whole setup out of here, but I'm like, uh, no, I'll just, I'll just do it without a microphone. Um, so let's go on to the captain choices and bold predictions, and we'll wrap it up. Jake, I'll start with you. What are your captain choices and bold predictions? Well, v, VC um, kind of has to – when you do VCs, you have to always <laughs> have a player that's, that's later. So I only really have a manly player, so it has to be – I won before that game. They played first game on Sunday. So I'm going to go, going to go Campbell Graham. Um, he scored big last time. And I think he can continue to score big. But I, I don't think I'm going to loop. Um, I think I'm going to slap the canvas on Nico Hines. He scored 185 against the Warriors last time he played him, and that was with 11 players on the field. So I think he can do the same. The Warriors, are, they're just as bad as they were back back in that round. So I think um, yeah, Nico Hines. The other one will be Cleary, but... I don't know. I'm sort of expecting him not not to play, so I think Neko Hines is uh, going to be my locked in captain for this round. That's very good. I um, I'm kind of on the same lines. VC Cody Walker, captain Neko Hines, 185 average against the Warriors at halfback this year. So um, yeah, how can you pass up on that, uh, Bob? Did you say your bold predictions? Oh no, sorry, no, I did miss my bold bold predictions. I'm going to go. Well, Nico Hines is going to be in there. He's going to go 150. I'm going to say two of the shark, two of the other shark center wings are going to score a ton as well. Yeah, and then I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ezra Man to score 70 plus. Everyone's going All to right. be in. Well, I don't know if gonna... everyone will play him, but um, I'm going to go. Well, they're going to have to. Cleary doesn't play. So very true. Well, depends um, if you have five eight. Like five, eight. Um, well, my bold predictions are Ezra Mam under thirty. Oh. Um, Heinz Molotalo and Kennedy three fifty plus. Will you have all of them? Because you're Molotalo yeah. and Kennedy, aren't you? I got him Molotalo yeah. this weekend. Kennedy, uh, you know, I'm considering Brandon Ten. Smith. I'm considering Brandon Smith instead of Will Kennedy, but. I don't know if I like Brandon Smith as someone to hold for the rest of the year. I don't yeah, like Will I, Kennedy to hold for the rest of the year, but I think someone like Brandon Smith I'll have to, whereas Kennedy yeah. I can kind of flip. Yeah, just, just, I'll, just, I'll just quickly jump in there. Um, yeah, Kennedy I guess has, has more upside than Smith, but yeah, Brandon Smith's been quite poor this year and I don't think he's going to get as many minutes as we thought or much of a role as yeah, we thought. Um, for sure. So, yeah, I don't think Smith's much of a, a purchase. I think the thing that put me off him as well is uh, he, I saw an interview saying he prepared to play lock this year, so he put on eight kilos, and so he's pretty much a lock weight. So he's just lost, lost that extra bit of zip um, to get that extra advantage at hooker. So um, I don't think he's going to score as well as he did last year, but nonetheless, he's still an okay option. It's not a great option, though. All right. Thanks for coming on, Jake. It was a pretty casual chat, but um, I think that's exactly what we needed today. Yeah, after the disappointing Origin game. Um, I think us uh, Monday we'll have our uh, wrap-up show because we've got a game on Monday, long weekend. How Very true. Is that? That's so good. Mikey, Mikey says he's going to definitely be on. We haven't had Mikey yep. for a couple of weeks, so Mikey's definitely going to be on and um, maybe Maxi. I don't know. I might even jump. We might have a couple of people on then. Who knows? Fuck, what, is, what, does that mean? what does that mean for the regular show? Oh, oh yeah. 
Are we no, doing Monday? Tail T1. Are we doing Monday, Tuesday? We're doing Monday, Ooh. Tuesday this week, lads. We are. We How are. good? That's a lot. Thank, thank you, pumped. the Queen. Thank you, the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cheers, Jake, and Thanks. hopefully green arrows for all of us, except uh, hopefully green arrows for Timmy too, but more green arrows for us. More green arrows for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everyone.